0: Hi, I'm Sung Rae.
1: I'm something else.
0: Here, Black Girl Soul, a podcast where we discuss the Asian dramas we love from a black female perspective. We are looking to be entertained, to learn about other cultures, and share our passion for these shows. Welcome.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Something Else and Sung Rae. And we are Black Girl Soul. This is another Itawan class episode. We would love to give you all a full comprehensive (laughs) episode of just this show. We may do that at the very end to kind of- Recap. Or um, something that's a way to close up loose ends. This time we're gonna talk about episodes 11 and 12. Song Rey, you start. Tell me what you think.
0: So overall, as I watched uh, episode 11, because I'll just go episode by episode, but episode 11, I was having my mixed feelings yet again, because every week, if you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or even on Facebook, we have been talking about how, you know, we go back and forth between uh, Yusa, or we're going to call her for the sake of our understanding, Orphan Annie, and uh What's the other one's Psycho, name? Psycho Betty. Psycho Betty. Psycho Betty. Um, I've been going back and forth between the two of them and how I feel about them. And overall, like I've come to the point where I was like, oh, I'm all for Psycho Betty. But then this week again, Psycho Betty starts off making me go, oh, shoot, here she go again. Because initially the guy from Crazy Dad, Crazy Dad's second son He decided he was leaving and he said it was because of her. Now, we all know that his reason for leaving is because he's trying to obtain her. He wants her to be his woman. And she is so in love with, I don't want to call him ex-convict. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. It's like, it's so disrespectful. He is an (laughs) ex-convict. And it's not a dirty thing
0: to have been in jail and to do
1: your time. I know it's kind of disrespectful like in
0: in certain areas so I'm calling him the owner of Dan Baum. Dan Baum. I can do okay, that. Okay,
1: call him the so owner. Dan the, owner. Boss. Big, big boss. the boss, da- there yeah, we go. boss man, big
0: boss. boss. Yeah, boss man, whatever. This. No, just boss because big boss <laughs> is descendants of the sun. You can't cross those two now. <laughs> oh jeez. I know right. So, boss uh decides, you know, he is dealing with what he's dealing with in um the situations that are going on and He's indecisive in so many words. And I think that's the point for myself this week that I said, you know what? He gotta make a choice because these two women are doing them. They have clearly stated who they are, what they're about, where they stand. Neither one of them has faltered from where they stand. They are both themselves. Um, psycho Betty, the only thing is that sometimes she comes across as extremely cold and kind of crazy, but In the end, like I said once before, I feel like she's doing it because her ultimate purpose and her ultimate goal is she wants him and to have him, these are the things she's doing to support him. However, in her head, she thinks she needs to be supporting him. And so that even leads us to where they fail at the end of the episode 11 with that situation they got caught up in because psycho betty was bit determined and pressed this is what they needed to be doing so he did it and he claims you know i'm the one who made the choice but at the end of the day we already know it was because she kept pressing she kept pressing she kept pressing and i think her ambitions to make his dream come true for him is where she's falling down she's got to realize what it is she wants who she is and she's young and that's the other point that i think psycho Betty kind of gets under my skin every, every night again is because you're young and because you're so young you still don't know a lot of things but because you think you know so much you're like gung-ho and running forward without slowing down to go oh wait a minute this is what could possibly be going on in this situation so i don't know that's just my take on the two girls
1: well see that's the thing I think that her her strength is also her weakness because youth emboldens a person with this feeling like they can never fail like they they're always gonna win like you know because she keeps on saying that right she's like I always win I always win well you've always won because you were a student because you were a child you know you didn't win at life Maybe she feels that because she has a social following and she's she's made some of her own money that she's so sure of herself. And that, like I said, is both a strength and a weakness. It's a strength because that attracts people Like, here he is 10 years older, and he's making decisions based on a 20-year-old. Now, yes, you can say some of that is a function of his personality, because I think he's uh, more cautious, and he knows he's more cautious. And also, I think that having been in prison, more than once they've kind of spoken about the fact that he's old-fashioned, and that he comes from almost like maybe he was stuck in time. You know what I'm saying? Like... The way he would not give her as much weight if he had had those seven years and had that time out in the world, if you will, he trusts her more with that kind of stuff. Because Orphan Annie sees the youth in Psycho Betty. You know what I'm saying? Like when she deals with her, she deals with her as more of an older sister, not an older sister, but you know, older Um, And he doesn't necessarily do that. I think I kind of count on their relationship being the way it is because I'm rooting for them to be together at the end. So the more that he kind of depends on her, trusts her, has kind of like a close relationship with her. Um, They have those moments when they talk together on the rooftop. The more I'm like, okay, I could see them being together despite how he kind of feels because just to jump ahead a little bit you know at the end of the episode 11 she in in glorious fashion like I mean that's what I love about this show she fully admits that she loves him right and he is very adamant that They are just friends and coworkers. And I think he's like that because he spent so much time, so many years focused on Orphan Annie that he is just going to, I feel like bit by bit, it's just going to take time for his mind to shift bit by bit for him to realize, oh, snap. I said I'm in love with one chick, but I really depend on, and care about another. I like. I think that's the realization he's going to come to.
0: And and could be, could be. You know, I don't know. I guess for me, I feel like regardless of where he's coming to, I think at this present moment, him realizing and not being like walking around in in dumbfoundedness, because that's where he began mm-hmm. to frustrate me at one point. And it was like you're walking around as though you have no clue this chick really cares about you, and right. the other chick is steady hanging around you even if she's not saying anything she keeps being in your presence she keeps showing up at your store she keeps just being around like come on man you gotta see some of this You can't be that dense you don't see any of this and in that what are you doing where's your your choice anytime the cook saw stuff that you know was never really made public to all of them she could see stuff he gotta see something come on but maybe that's a drama trope but go ahead
1: i think that this show is different from a lot of other shows because Psycho Betty is literally the crazy chick running after him. And yet I want her to win the guy. Another thing that I really love about this show, when I saw them play Spin the Bottle, I knew nothing good could come out of it. Oh, like, man!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spin the Bottle and truth or dare, you don't play those games with just anybody because nah. you gonna get your feelings hurt. And when, when I saw that go down, I was like, it ain't going to be right. And I liked that um, Hun who the, the cook, I liked that she called, um, I forget his name. I'm calling him Young crazy One. Crazy Dad's
0: second son.
1: <laughs> right. Crazy Dad's second son. Diabolical Dad's second son. I, I liked dad, that she yes. called him out, but I applauded him for doing what he had to do. Because because he did push the envelope and it needed to right. be pushed. Psycho Betty was the first one to kind of clown him for not stepping up. So Psycho Betty and Second Son were having a conversation, like looking out at the water or the beach or something like that. And she basically tells him you've been checking for me I always knew that you had a crush on me but you never stepped up you know and then that's when she messed with his mind and she was like I'll give you a chance if you become the head of your father's company
0: so but then she retracted that statement too but you know
1: yeah yeah she tried to play it off like oh I'm joking I'm like chick please but I think that's where I stopped being a viewer and I start kind of looking at the plot trying to figure out where things are going and yeah. i think that they're making him an asshole i mean they're going to bring him back from that be- right but they're making him an asshole so that you don't feel too sorry for him when she absolutely does not pick him right he ain't never gonna get her <laughs> so
0: not at this point right he, right right. he was a nice guy at first and you could almost go oh well she could be with him oh he's so sweet oh he's so this now you're like fuck him (laughs) right right I was like, I, so laughed, bastard. I went on Twitter awful. and folks had like really went in on him. And I'm like, poor thing. He didn't start off this way. He's being groomed. His uh, diabolical dad is turning him into a nut too. <laughs>
1: right. Turning him into a young, dirty bastard. That's what she's turning, Right. What he's turning him into. <laughs> 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 because I was like, you know what? You don't need to do all of that. Like, not for real. But then like, here's the flip. Here's the flip. When I saw um, Hung Yi on, I hope I'm saying the name correctly, um, the cook, when I saw her in competition, I knew it was a matter of time before her secret came out.
0: I missed that. I didn't see that coming. That was a blind because, to me. And I was so losing at, first at I was using like, it.
1: Right. Because at first I just thought, oh, she won. But when I realized that it was a like, three-part competition, right. When he was like, I have a a wild card, when he explained that the reason why she was winning was because she was liked, I knew it was over. I knew what he was going to
0: do. Yeah, I could infer, but in my head I kept saying, he wouldn't do that. Mm, He wouldn't do that. And so yes, it did. It hit me like, oh, hell, he did that? What?
1: Right.
0: But young, dirty um, bastard. Anyway, so another um, area I wanted to get into and kind of talk on was back over in uh, episode 11. We had a couple of, I guess, key, key concepts that kind of stuck out to me. Key concept one is, again, I know this is a K-drama trope, but you know me. I am always the realist about things. So, like, I'm always looking at why can our art not be more realistic to our lives? And how under the sun did y'all not see that the investor was fake as fuck? Like, when dude kept pressing y'all, that should have been clue number 222. Hold on, slow down. What's the press? If you trying to invest, you don't be in no rush to hand your money off. Why should should we be in a rush to take your money? Slow your your roll, partner. He asked Glasses to check it out, but Glasses, did. he came back with basically, oh, he's a well-known investor, but you did do deeper digging. And that kind of frustrated me because I'm like, some of the shit y'all running into ain't got to be, but I'm realizing, okay, it's a drama. They got to have a storyline. They got to make this happen. But yeah, that kind of pissed me off.
1: Right. It was just happening too fast. And so when when glasses came back, I was like, "Okay, it's fine." You know, it was kind of like a fake out. And so I right. was like, and and the fact that Diabolical Dad had been planning it from get-go was just like, you know, what he was supposed to do. Like <laughs> a snake's going to be a snake. That was his job. Yeah. And and so I felt bad for them, but as stuff started to happen I it's like it's unfolding the way it needs to unfold right because of course the you know grandmother okay so let me go back a little bit I knew when she was walking around and people were paying her and she was lending people money and she was like a landlord I knew she was rich I knew she was rich then um so when You come to find out how very wealthy she is. I wasn't surprised. And when she was in the hospital and you find out, that was a big twist, right? Well, so wait,
0: don't say that part yet. I want to dig into that just a little bit right. That was my second point. But no, I I wanted to finish up on this and that. Even though it is the way it had to go, I think a part of this, too, is a learning experience for Psycho Betty. Because Psycho Betty needed to realize and needs to understand that everything that looks good isn't good. And even if you're trying to obtain a goal, you can't run after all of the stuff that comes as a gift horse. Some gift horse are tro- Trojan horses and be cautious. So even though he jumped in cause she agreed still, I think it's going to require, it's going to cause her to be a little more cautious in future maneuvers and movements. Cause that's where we're at. We're at the point of, okay, rich grandma did come and save him, but I still kind of feel like there's some stuff that they're going to have to be cause uh, diabolical dad is not done with them. Flat out,
1: he's right? Not done. No, no, he's he's not done. Especially since when? Okay, so oh, yet another somewhat trope of these dramas is everybody somehow magically knows everybody. Everybody, else. yeah, yeah. So how is diabolical dad know rich granny? Right? Oh, because they're associates and she invested it in his company eons ago. Okay, how that happened? Out of like. Hundreds of thousands All of millions of people. in Seoul. Right. But still,
0: Cause you know, Seoul it's is like saying New York. I don't York. think people realize how big it is. Seoul is right. extremely big with lots of different little suburbs and provinces or, you know, counties or whatever we want to call them. Right.
1: There is, like, absolutely no reason they'd have to run into each other like that. But, okay, it's a drama, so let it be what it is. But I love the scene between...
0: Rich granny and diabolical dad.
1: Yeah. Because it clarifies that he... I personally think that he's obsessed with um, the gang and with... um, Lord, his name, but let's call him the boss. Boss. With the boss because he represents the man he used to be the young man of character that he used to be to have a young man stand up to strength like if if you're if you're someone like him right or any person who has made moral concessions in order to get by then you don't want to meet the person who does it the hard way but does it the right way it you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're that person who's bitter that way, or has since reconciled the fact that you do awful things to people in the name of money, then you don't want to meet somebody like the boss. You know, you don't want to meet somebody who's who's trying to move forward in a clean, clear fashion, who is not going to sacrifice their morals. So I think that that's why he's going for him because he because I think he's fighting himself I'm taking it to this deep level he's fighting no, himself. No, you know
0: what I, I kind of love that because did you remember the conversation between he and second son he and second son had a very good conversation in that he kind of was like why are you so pressed by him you are a conglomerate you are this you are that what are you so pressed by him and it was so it was kind of like I think at one point he can cons- he called boss a fly and he was like it's just uh somebody swatting at a it's like at a fly he's a fly and so if he's a fly who spends a time getting pressed about a fly that you straining and moving and changing up how you function because of one fly if he were such a fly why you so pressed by him and when he asked that question i was like you know what i'm so glad he did that and somebody else even came at him and kind of asks, I think it might've been Rich Granny, who asks basically, why are you so pressed by him? Like at the end of the day, dad has got to explain and somewhere I feel like they'll give it to us. Dad has got to explain why he is so pressed by him because you're right. I think it is a matter of him being impressed with who he is, how he functions, and he's pissed that he didn't maintain that character and that those morals that he had and that he became what he is. But in his becoming what he is, he became It's kind of like the picture of Dorian Gray. He's gotten to that place where now when he looks in the mirror, he doesn't see the ugly. He sees the good and he's going to keep on as though whatever ugly happened to him to change him. He's not going to recognize it or notice it till it's just flat ass in his face. Well, see, I kind of, okay.
1: So using, and this is a great one, the Dorian Gray analogy. I thought that when Dorian Gray looked at his picture, he saw the ugly, like everyone else saw the beauty in that picture but I think that that's the thing the father has the esteem of his colleagues he has
0: money he has everything to the point where he really should be taking boss under his arms and teaching him but go ahead right but here's
1: the thing if he can't do that for his sons he damn well can't do it for some Man, strange guy who he, he
0: actually owes right so how he did his son Jesus Christ but go ahead whoo
1: <laughs> dirty diabolical dad like yes. you almost feel sorry for the son you were like with dang, his crazy got... tail because he crazy I'll he... get back right and he messed with his it wasn't just like he played him dirty he messed with his mind first he yeah. gave him the father he hugged him like a real dad and then he went like has he twisted never the knife. done before right I was like come on man that's disrespectful um And so there are other, oh, and that was another thing that, speaking of fathers and sons. Okay, so I was shocked by how the second son kind of turned ruthless, like just.
0: I know, right? On the
1: dime? As though it was part of his nature? (laughs) Right. But then I had to think about it. He was defaulting at what he knew. He grew up in a household where he was bullied. You would think that he'd look at his father because at one point he did and he he could see where his father had poor character. But I think that when he wanted to amass power and strength, he defaulted at the thing that he knew how to do and what he saw, which was being like his father. And it did not help that Psycho Betty said, Hey, you know, if you run your family business, right, right. So he has completely turned around. And and even then, I think he's self-aware enough to know he's trifling. But at some point, I bet it'll be too late. Like, Psycho Betty's the one who's going to have to halt him and go, listen, you know I'm never going to be with you. So when you did all this stuff, it was for trash. You're going to have to clean it up now. Um, so that's what I expect to see in the future. But I did look at him and see how, like, the son is turning into the father. It was truly like some, you know, it was sad. But uh, what is Mm. in Star Wars? It's like Luke turning into Darth Vader. Yes. (laughs) You know, so it's like this interesting thing of fathers and sons where, where on one hand, the guy who has or had absolutely nothing had like the esteem of his father to get him through. And then you turn around and you see... The family that has everything and they can't even have a good father-son relationship. Right. So.
0: Well, so the other point that I was uh, pushing towards and that this kind of, I have to unfold and unpack it just right because there's so many layers to it. Tony. Right. Tony has like, okay. So when we first begin to recognize Tony is claiming he's Korean and people are kind of snickering and laughing at that concept because you too dark how you Korean and so you know we amongst ourselves who know that we can be born in any place and in being born in any place your skin color does not decipher where you are located where you're from so I know several people who are officially Korean who are black looking just like me why because they have parents that either one moved there immigrated to those country that country or two they are biracial and therefore they were born there they are Korean in which case aside from all of that and I follow a couple of them on Instagram um but aside from all of that I guess I in my mind I'm trying to I was trying to understand so I said well maybe Tony's mom and dad came to Korea and had him Ie he's Korean, but he's you know they are Ghanaian so trying to make it work. That's, you know I was trying <laughs> to make it make sense. So as we keep rolling with this story, and he's you know got this, and I'm th- I'm thinking maybe oh God, the guy who's in the picture that he's calling his dad adopted him, which is why he speaks Korean so well. Right, and, you know, I thought whatever, that whatever. too. I was assuming he was adopted. And so as the story just kept rolling, I was just like, whoa. Now, again, I'm back to you with the, in all of Korea, in all of it, a one. Right. Really, y'all just happened to run into this lady. But, you know, you know, go ahead and share what you thought about all of that. So, yes, thank you for bringing up
1: Tony because I love that character. I love the representation.
0: Um, But I also had
1: to think about the fact that How many black folks do they have in Korea to choose from who are actors and can speak Korean really well in order to play that role? Because I did the same thing you did. I was trying to like maneuver. Even even Psycho Betty at one point said like something along the lines like, you don't look biracial (laughs) or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I think they chose the actor who had the level of, um, skill, the level of skill and maybe he had a um, profile that was high enough, you know, because he's also, I think you researched him before. Mm-hmm. He's also like, he's a
0: musician. He's into, yeah, music. he's a
1: musician and like he's in that world he's A, a and, model as well. Okay. So he's a model too. So it's like he, he kind of checked off the boxes. So, and I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that they could absolutely not have found somebody black who is Korean, but then would they have been a suitable actor of the right age? So this is what it is. I just suspend a little bit of disbelief. Frankly, no disrespect to Koreans, but Koreans in Korea, they're not going to know the difference. They're going to be like, black is black. (laughs) So, so I, I, but I like the twist. I like, you know, in a weird kind of way, I like that they legitimized him. <laughs> like they didn't just leave him out there like him claiming something and then no one was believing right. him. I like that. I like that they, you know, closed that loop. I like that he's now part of a rich family. <laughs> I'm like, hey, and you so come from well. For those who
0: don't know, what we have come to discover on the show is you know spoiler alert spoiler alert so we have not done all of that um he is rich granny's grandson his mom and was from ghana from ghana no not ghana ghana no it's guinea oh yes from right? guinea okay right and that was why i was saying Ghanaian, but you, i could be incorrect with that huh yeah no
1: Ghanaian not ghanaean
0: ghana- what is it then ghanaean that's not right Lord, somebody put it oh, in the comments. We got to look that up, right?
1: We got to oh, learn. gosh, we
0: do, we do. Help us out, please. Hey, so I'm black, but case. I don't know
1: everything black. So no, hey. I don't. I'm, I'm again, half African, but I'm not everything a African. I'm
0: going to get a doggone T-shirt. This says, we are not a monolith. So people could stop assuming one knowledge of one is not the knowledge of all. Just, just not right. Anyway. Nice phrase. Nice phrase. <laughs> <laughs> so back to over here to Tony. Um his mom was from Guinea and dad is from Korea. Dad is rich granny's son. And he married the woman, even though mom was against it. And because she was against it, basically she disowned him. She pushed him off and he grew up, you know, regular. he says, poor day. That's the word they're using. (laughs) I'm Mm. saying regular grew up, you know, in a household or functioning where he did not have the opportunity to really get to know, them and they they had no clue who he was i think he may have had one memory of meeting her did he oh i don't remember all that i can't remember either i want to say i thought he had one memory of having met the grandma but i can't really remember what i do know is that boss had been going out passing out flyers and and passing out the flyers They were torn down by the police because it was against, I guess, a law to hang those up. And so she happened to see them because she was in the uh, store in Donbomb at the time and she saw it. And that's how she found out what was going on.
1: Right. But she didn't piece it together completely that Tony was her grandson until they were in the hospital. Because, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't think she knew until they were there. She knew it was
0: son on that picture.
1: Right, she knew it was her son, but she didn't know that the little black boy was, was Tony. Tony. Right, 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 right. So, but yeah, I was, I was like, oh, you know, I got all the feels for that because I was yeah. like, that's, but okay. So, but also speaking of Tony, and this is like super funny to me, it's such a stereotype, and I know that Asian cuisine of many types is fabulous. But why take a black guy to put some curry in? Um, I know, in right? The, in the muscle <laughs> soup, and for for them to discover like a signature taste, right? You because know, they were like, "Oh, this is." I was like, "It's just curry, y'all are tripping." It was in your kitchen. What? You, but it took him doing it. I was like, "Yup, we know how to season some food."
0: That is hilarious. Um,
1: we are wrong. But yes, because I was about to
0: say it was a total accident. <laughs> right, it, right.
1: But Hilarious. and then okay, and another observation I made—I don't know what to call him. I because I want to call him Crazy Eyes because he's the the oh the worker gosh, yes. who will I know you get about. into a fight. But because he also is Dead Eyes
0: Cooker. Him and the cook and his whole right. spiel because that's something else I think we should discuss. But go ahead, yes, right.
1: Right. So I want to also call him dead eyes because when he like kind of loses his mind, he his like whole style changes up. Right. His whole body language, everything. Mm-hmm. And he has dead eyes. But let's go with crazy eyes. So crazy eyes, I secretly think oh, or no, I think that her. he secretly may have a crush
0: on secretly my ass. Huh? He is in love with her. But go ahead. <laughs> I think he doesn't know it. And I don't think she knows I don't think it. He like knows it. I don't I don't know if she does or doesn't like because I think she's a way more perceptive than we have given her credit for. I think she sees it, but she doesn't quite know what to do with it. Because remember he came onto her at the club without knowing who she was. Right.
1: Right. So she is his type. Right. Right. So but but my thing is, um I just am waiting to see how that unfolds too. Because when he gave well, that part like, of it, that is, speech I was yeah. like that's so that's deep I mean I was expecting him to turn one way and then he turned another and I was like
0: whoa but, but you okay go. so let's let's go into that because that was kind of where I think I maybe I missed something I kind of felt like his speech was saying she was she is okay to be who she wants to be but she is abnormal to nature and so I was like okay well dude wait a minute you if that's how you feel are you aware of how you feel underneath that because underneath that we see you like her you like he you might know. not 100% know it but you've got all of the signs of thinking she's cool and being all her protector and concerned about what she has on and you know all the the weirdo stuff that goes when you start liking people
1: I, I don't I don't think he knows and I think that he like all the other characters in one way or the other gets transformed I think okay. that He initially was like, ugh, yuck, yucky, you know? (laughs) And then I think that he has, now he has a respect and esteem for her. I think that he treated her like a dude, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. At first. And then he now has respect for her. And part of that was almost like this transformative speech where he's like, don't you understand how strong she is? She like doesn't give a damn about nature. <laughs> like she goes against type. She goes against everything that you think is supposed to be. And she's strong. You don't know that? At least that's what I was taking from it. Maybe I maybe I missed something. Um, but that was his kind of speech. Like, you don't know how strong she is because you're supposed to be going along with nature and she goes against it. So if she goes along with uh, against nature, she damn well can stand up to these folks in other words. Right.
0: And so I took that and I received that I received that he was giving her props for her strength, but have, okay. Have you ever seen or dealt with men who of course they like, well, not of course, let me bag that back Men who like women, but they also have this like underlying disdain for women. Girl, so yes, they there is a date... whole movement okay. of folks
1: who are, of, of these trifling. Okay, we got to talk about that for two, two seconds. Like, have you ever heard of MGTOW? It's, it's yeah. like an acronym, men going their own way. And they have like subcategories and sections, but there is a whole movement. Even, even among like black men, there's like a subcategory um, of these men who are heterosexual, but they hate women. Like back in the day, you would have just called them woman haters, but they like actually are attracted to women,
0: but disdain women for a variety of reasons. Okay. True so or that's, not. That is what I picked up from him. What I picked up from him was he respected her strength. He respected that she was strong enough to, and I mean, that was the punchline of this, but his prior two statements led me to go... Yeah, but you, do you appreciate all of who she is? All of, okay. Hmm. Do you appreciate all of who she is? Do you appreciate everything that she has become at this point? That she left being a man, had the surgery, she is now a woman. And do you even realize all of that? Because I don't know, I guess I felt like him talking about her being adverse to nature and... It's, it's not right in so many words he was saying. Like, I don't know. His speech right. was kind I, I of thought a that twofold feeling.
1: Right. I mean, so one, yeah, that's why I said it was, I thought it was going to go left and it went right. Because especially when she hit the stage and, yeah. you know, and he was, you could see him smiling. He was proud mm. of her. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that that's why I was like, okay, you, you expect one thing and another. But I think that you're deeper than the character has been. Is at this point? Okay. <laughs> this is a guy who, like, I think he's a simple guy. Like, mind you, they had to take him to the club for the first time.
0: Man, okay. In like that was early so episodes. Hilarious.
1: Right. He didn't know how to walk up to chicks. He was doing that old high school mess where a dude comes back, uh, comes up behind you and starts grinding on your butt to say, "Hello, I like you." Like, come on now, come on. He he is not a guy who knows women. So he's certainly not going to know a a woman who used to have a man's body. Like, I don't think he's that self-actualized. But you can see he's trying and he's growing into it.
0: And I give him er, credit for that. I give him credit because his character is trying. It is.
1: Right. So that's why I'm like... It it doesn't have to be perfect, but it has to be something. He has to be putting some kind of effort in. And that's why I think at some point, it's going to be an awkward situation. I believe it's going to be an awkward conversation. But in the final episode, I fully expect him to declare himself or make a move. Like make his, you know, shoot his shot, if you will.
0: (laughs) And so back over on the deep side of this, I kind of wonder. And the reason why I think I brought this up was because even though, yes, we are looking at a drama, we're looking at face value here for what they give us, there's also a a writer. There's someone who wrote this, someone who thought this out, someone who's either experienced and or walked some of this, which is why it's even being presented, or you know someone who hasn't why you're even touching on it, delving into it. And I wonder, are they like sharing a perspective of some portion of the country? Do you get what I mean?
1: Well, I mean, here's the thing. I think that, um, one, it's, as Americans, we cannot, and you know this, we cannot assume that other countries, other people, have the same sensibilities that we have. Exactly. That's, that's like a real basic, and like, dumb statement. depending on
0: which American you're talking to, they don't. So, next. Right, break. right. But I also think that
1: there are things, things about society at large especially as we become more of a connected global mm-hmm. society that people you can't help but see in some form or fashion so for example when you see more of a conservative leaning openly kind of racistness uh racism hello racism in America, I am I was but wasn't surprised that that exists in the U.K. too, well before Meghan Markle and all of that. I mean, right.
0: I think I think certain things exacerbate and cause things to come out that were quietly tucked away and pushed down. And now, oh, gosh, I can't be quiet about this. So I got to speak on it.
1: But go ahead. Right. And it didn't just and I don't think it just happens in one country. I think it spreads. And, and it, the same thing is like with um, homosexuality. So as homosexuals in America um, kind of began speaking out more and got a higher profile, I'm not surprised that maybe it also happened independently in other countries or they saw what was happening in America and they went, went oh, okay, I'm what, loud and I'm proud. I'm out and I'm proud. You know, they started waving their rainbow flags too. So, and trust, I mean, it's not like America or one or two other countries are the only ones to have transsexuals. Exactly. So of course, and, and truly it's like, cause once upon a time, like, I think American transsexuals used to have to go to like, or Norway or some Scandinavian country or something to get sex change operation. Like they were going overseas, they were going somewhere. And we all know that Asians love plastic surgery, (laughs) so stereotype, but it's true, Uh, It's just a a little bit. So I'm not surprised that somehow, some way, you know, they finally are trying to represent on a show, this show is supposed to be forward-leaning, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's supposed to represent every facet of the other in society. You have a chick who you know needs mental help (laughs) at least at at some point she's at least in the beginning of the show she's sitting with a therapist oh man that's
0: that was a forward thought too because remember all of what we are watching is the backstory of how she got to her boss telling her to kill herself but go ahead
1: right you see an ex-convict they are often you know pay their debts Mm. to society and yet a lot of their rights are removed i'm saying it completely badly but everyone knows what i'm talking about
0: and that's why i said shunned in society
1: because yes, even though shunned they are society. able to come
0: back to life quote unquote they still are treated completely differently but go ahead
1: right so you have that and then you have a black guy obvious um you know you have the crazy trans- eyes sexual crazy right eyes you have a convict t- too right so you have like for all intents and purposes these are people who oh are and outsiders. the second
0: son who was shunned because he was not right. the main wife's child. So yeah, 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 well because he was he was the bastard of the family. Mm-hmm. Like let's call mm-hmm. it what it was. You know he was he was
1: born to what the mistress. Yeah. So so you have people who are outsiders and they have found each other and built this family,
0: uh, which is commendable. And so they're fighting for their freedom and Suat. So even though she's over there in Jenga, she's a a orphan, but go ahead.
1: Right. Exactly. And so it it is, I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of the writers and whomever who, who approved, you know, because, okay. So it was a webtoon, right. And a popular webtoon that I think is still ongoing. And so it's an easy choice. Um, they have a long history, um, Koreans, Japanese have a long history of taking anime and Webtoons that are popular and turning them into live action shows and movies. Um, so it was an easy choice, but they could have like said, hey, you know, let's make the transsexual, let's lighten it up, you know, because that's what American television and film companies do. They they take something that's really honest and true and heartfelt, whether it's a book or whatever, and then they turn around and like water it down. And so I applaud them for not watering down um the transsexual experience. I agree. (laughs) I said a lot.
0: (laughs) No, you're good, but I I completely agree with you. Because again, I think that's what makes this a story that is worth watching, worth wanting to continue on and not having stopped as I did with with others not having stopped is because there are so many facets so many points so many things going on and it is a realization of the world we live in now right granted
1: i love the dramas that are romantic comedies and that are fluffy and pretty and you know very stylized versions of reality I love those because you need them you need the escape but and grant granted this is not the grittiest of the gritty um Mm -hmm. show you know it's not like law and order Korean edition it's not that (laughs) but but I I think that the more you see this representation the better it is for those people, regardless of what their walk is in life, um, whether you agree with them or not. It's it makes it easier for them. You don't have to agree with how they do what they do. Just don't beat their ass or like discriminate against them. Just let just let them be, I guess, you know, like and so sometimes it takes having to see someone on television to kind of get the memo. Like if you didn't know that you're just not supposed to treat somebody any kind of way because they don't live your life or they don't do the things you do. Mm, here's a show for you. So, but did you have any other
0: points? I believe that was it for me. It was just me noting that and me going, wow, this, this one was kind of interesting for these things here. And so as far as like the, um, where we're headed now into the next episode previews that I saw and what I foresee coming. I'm just, you know, I'm excited. I want to see where they t- take us, where they're leading us and where, you know, some unexpectancies may pop out again.
1: Right. I mean, here's the, here's the really real, that like makes me shed like two tears. Um, we only have four episodes left
0: mm-hmm.
1: two weeks. So my withdrawal is gonna be real. Yeah. Um, luckily, I have other shows in my back pocket.
0: Well, I am yes, kind of sad about it, and I will miss the episodes or miss the the drama as well. But I'm like in four other ones, so you know, hey, it mm. is what it is. I'm I'm excited. <laughs>
1: wow. Okay. Okay. Crack fiend.
0: Okay. You you got <laughs> you you stay loaded up, huh? <laughs> well, so. I'm going to share a couple, like I'm not going to like go into details about what they're about, but thus far they're, they're pretty interesting. And so the one was beautiful. No, I'll come to you when the weather is nice with uh, Parkman Young that we've been promoting on our page. So I started that, but it's kind of a slow drama, you know, as as much as I could say, but I was really, really shocked because I said, oh, this is something I know Something else we'll never listen to. Something else is not about dramas that are long, you guys. I just have to put that out there. Well, how long is this drama? Oh, I'm about to tell you. The drama is called Beautiful Love, Wonderful Life. It's on Mm. Vicky. And right now, they are on episode 94, and it is still ongoing. Okay. Are you serious? I'm not lying. (laughs) Like, (laughs) four hour long episodes. They're 30 minutes, but still. Okay. This is 30 minutes? 94 and it's still ongoing i was like what the no nope. is wrong with this drama no nope. why is this still on air nope. what is but, this but isn't
1: <laughs> this a drama okay so let me go back first and say that first drama you mentioned the one that had the woman from secretary Park kim Min young Mm-hmm. Okay, so I watched like the first or sec- second episode and I'm not for that because um, it is too slow and too quiet and it gets on my nerves. It's just dragging. It makes me want to fall asleep. Um, okay. As for this other one, the beautiful mind, beautiful heart beautiful or whatever. Love, it's co- wonderful life. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one, okay. I'm being disrespectful towards it because it has the nerve to have 90 <laughs> plus episodes. Like, come on now number
0: 1 I but
1: number two, I 2 but isn't it about like isn't it an on- ensemble show like about people living in an apartment or something like that or they all live together or Not as far as I've
0: gotten in. I'm on episode six, so, like, I'm way behind. But...
1: Oh. So, it'd be different if you got... It'd be different if you say you were in, like, episode 20 and you have you can't turn back, so you have to keep going. No, ma'am. Save yourself. Walk away. 90? That's far.
0: That's the point is that I've gotten caught. I'm enjoying it, so... I, wow. I don't know if I'm gonna stop we'll see we'll see it officially wow. ends March 22nd so that's what next week yeah and it okay, started in so... September wow I know right I'm like this is a doggone they should just turn this into a movie what the frick <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn. Uh, I mean but anyway. okay is it, is it a daily drama
0: Oh, I couldn't tell you that it's, well, no, because episode, okay. So episode 93 and 94 come out in five days, but because I'm not watching it current, I can't tell you how frequently they're showing up, but right now I'm on the page and in five days, episode 93 and 94 come out. It's a weekly show.
1: They have the nerve. I mean, and if it's an hour long, that's wow. No, I mean, and, and that's legit, you know, like some people are like you and they love those, you right. know, shows, those we series that go get, on get forever going. and yes. ever and ever. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> man, okay. So let me tell you, I don't know if you ever saw this. Did you ever see this show called High Top, High Kick, Roof? High yeah.
0: High. Okay. <laughs> I forget what it was, but I I saw it. I can't either, but I know exactly what you're talking about, yes.
1: Right, I saw it back in the day and it was like a billion episodes too and when I got to the end it ended horribly and I I was mad and that's one of the reasons why I rebuke long series with my hand to the sky, I rebuke thee because you don't know how it's going to end. It could end like trash.
0: Ugh. Yeah, well, you know, once you, you go in, you go in. Because, like, I, remember we joked around, I joked around about the show, what was it? Graceful Family. Graceful Family was a long one, but that was 56, somewhere in there. Jeez. But I loved it. Graceful Family was awesome. I loved it. But right now, my other one that I wanted to share, because this one I said you might be interested. I don't know how like excited you are about the time travel ones. But this mm. is going to the Joseon period and back. So it's called I Live Up To Your Name. That one I'm digging. That's on Netflix. Um, and she's a doctor. He's an acupuncturist. So it's like a battle between oh. oriental medicine and regular medicine. So I'm loving I started loving watching
1: that, that. I started watching that and then I stopped. Oh, yeah. I'm all in.
0: It was too much back and forth. And then I'm looking forward to... I'm super excited about Elle's new drama that's coming up about the cat Meow. He's a cat that turns to a human. Yeah, sounds a little corny and cheesy, but I love Elle and yeah. he's so cute. So I want to at least oh. give it a try. I know, oh. right? And then Lee Ho's new drama is coming out supposedly in April is all I'm saying because there's nobody that's given a hard, fast date. They just piece pieces out here. Like they're mm. drawing us like a... Rat to the track, Like a crackhead. <laughs> right out, like a crackhead. There you go. They draw me with a piece of crack around the world. But in which case, I'm excited about that because at least somebody put a synopsis out today telling about the story and like what's going on. And so again, it's another time travel. He's a third generation king and somehow he lands in modern day Korea and what goes on. So we shall see. Right. I. You know, I
1: saw a description
0: somewhere enough that made me go,
1: oh, I do want to watch that. Um something like I forget like maybe he he manipulates both worlds because he's trying to save his world or something I forget. Um but yeah, I want to check that out. I will say I thought I was going to give up on Hyena and now I'm, I'm done. hooked. Oh, I'm hooked. okay, so tell me cuz I'm done. I I let that go. I'm hooked because um at first and i'm i started taking notes and i'm gonna do like uh, a, a solo since you're yeah. not watching it nah. um unless you give me at-
0: something that makes me go oh i gotta get back in yeah nah right i mean
1: i was i think i was one i was just shallow and i was like all just constantly her puffy face the the lead actress's puffy face was just getting on my nerves i was just like stop the plastic surgery um, especially since I'd seen pictures of her and I think I'd seen dramas or movies with her in it like years ago and so I was like what are you doing oh, this doesn't Jesus. make any sense but as I watched it it's like you know how like you want to give a show that seems like it should be decent at least two or three episodes before you turn away but that's pretty much three. what happened and yeah, I gave it And three. the writing is good and it's you know and it, it has cliffhangers like nobody's business and once you get past the fact that she's um, morally flexible and an bold asshole, as all get out. On. What'd you say?
0: She's an asshole, but moving on.
1: Right, right. But so is he. And once you get past she's that. less of
0: an ass than she is. She is like yeah, a no, major no, no, no. asshole. <laughs> episode is, three is as far as I got right? anybody before you try to tell me about myself. But uh, up to episode three, she's an asshole. But go ahead.
1: Right, she is. What? When she does it in a tracksuit and a bubble Bro, jacket. Uh, like she uh, got fetus
0: tracksuit, you hear me. Yes.
1: <laughs> so some <laughs> of this is that I think that she is the Korean version of a hood chick. Like I think oh. she is that hood chick who got herself a degree and people are still trying to figure out how she exists. Like I think she's like some kind of weird oh, she like is
0: sketchy as a motherfucker. You hear me? Right. She make her money however. She will right? do whatever. She will cross right? whatever. I'm like, she just an ass <laughs> Right. So at
1: first you're uncomfortable with her as mm-hmm. a character. Because it's not mm-hmm. him. He's a typical character. Um it ain't you're him. uncomfortable right. with her because she is completely ruthless. She is completely diabolical and she has no moral code. So is that what turned you off about her?
0: I think for myself, more than anything, what was more disturbing with her was just getting to like, I wanted her to get one way and she wouldn't. She's like all over the fucking place. And that was driving me batty. Like, are you decent are you trying to work because you you know this is your hustle and how you hustle are you just out to get people like what the hell are you doing and why can't you get in one lane and stick and I don't need you to be in a box no but be one way like okay so in comparison paralleling for you the drama I'm watching called um I live excuse me I'm gonna pull it up again because my tail has like short-term memory live up to your name in that drama live up to your name part of the problem I have with that character is that he's kind of all over the place so you can't really figure out dude what are you doing are you a good guy are you an asshole like what are you so she's she frustrated my what are you in him I guess not like calling her all the way out and just putting her shit out there he kept, you know, he tried to have his one little moment. Then he turned around and he's helping her before the dude with the gun, with the uh, knife showed up. Then he's turned back around and he's over here. So it's like, I don't know. They, their back and forth was just kind of driving me batty, but go ahead.
1: Well, um, I think, um, I forget what episode, I think I'm on six or seven at this point. And I, yes, that is exactly what frustrated me about the show. Um. But without going into too much detail, because, you know, we're going to have a show about it and hopefully maybe you will join. Uh, everything you said is completely correct. And I think that that's one of the reasons why I'm still attracted to the show, because it goes completely against type. And she was not recognizable to me as a character and not typical to the kind of female characters we're used to seeing. Because even if we see a character who's morally flexible, typically they're like that because they're trying to save their dying mother or there's right. some kind of thing that they're trying to do that makes you realize, oh, okay, they're really misunderstood. No, this chick, so far, she's not misunderstood, but it is is—it is a hilarious show. It, it is only getting better and better. If you have a chance, Keep on watching the show. It you realize that there's more going on than meets the eye. And so that's why they can't give you everything all at once. Like this is not gonna be a show where you get where you can see what's coming. When when stuff hits, you're like, whoa, I didn't know that was gonna happen. So I'm I'm just I'm not gonna go into it anymore. Okay. <laughs> so those are your four shows?
0: Uh yeah, it was the that's three. And then Idawan class makes four that I'm in right this minute. So not four others, but four total.
1: Okay. So I mean we we will, as always, try to keep you all up to date. I tend to be slow with my editing, but we're gonna get out more podcasts and please, please, please be sure to check us out on social media. Sung Ray tends to be the one who is posting the most because She's a saint and she has that high energy to communicate with everyone. I like to do it too, but I tend to be more on Facebook and she tends to be on Instagram and Twitter and Every other (laughs) form of media, so we look forward to your comments and you educating us and telling us where we were wrong or agreeing with us and telling us where we're wonderful and completely right. Um, Do you
0: have anything else to add, Ray, Before we end this, just one last little tidbit. Check your text message. I sent you a text of what the the subtitle for Itawan Class has it spelled as G U I n-e-a-n is that Ghanaian so
1: I I did see your text um so I hope that everyone posts so that we can find out the right way to say it
0: all right well thank you guys so much have a great one and this is Songray out I'm something else have a good one bye <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Soul. We have enjoyed having you. Please subscribe, like, and follow our Facebook page, YouTube channel, Twitter page, Instagram page, and join our Facebook group. You can also find us on Patreon. Please look below for links. See you guys next time.